In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, there was a man who lived in Budapest. And he went to see his rabbi, and he said to him, Rabbi, this, this is just it's intolerable. There, there's nine of us living in this one-room house. I don't know if I can take it anymore. And he went on and on for a while, and the rabbi finally said, Okay, uh, I have an assignment for you. I want you to go home and then come back and see me in one week. But I, there's something I want you to do, and I don't want you to ask me about it. I don't want you to say anything about it. I just want you to do it. I want you to go home and let your goat in the house to live with you. And then come see me next week. So he did that, and he came back. He said, oh, Rabbi, it's unbearable. That goat stinks, and he eats everything that isn't nailed down. He's in the way all the time. I just, I can't stand it. And the rabbi said, okay, now I want you to go home and turn the goat back outside and come back and see me in a week. So he did that, and he came back. And the rabbi said, well, how's it going? Oh, it's wonderful, Rabbi. Now that there's just the nine of us living in the house, it's just it's like heaven. He said, it's great. And so the moral of the story is, there's always something to be thankful for, no matter what your circumstances. And that's what St. Paul was getting at in the second lesson today, our epistle lesson. He said, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ for you. Give thanks in all circumstances. And one of the things that I've discovered over the years is that it's hard to give thanks and then complain at the same time. It's hard to be appreciative and kvetch about something at the same time. It's hard to be grateful and gripe at the same time. So I think St. Paul was on to something. And uh, the proof of this is uh, you know, to look around at situations that we've had before in our own lives. Here's one that happened to me in 2008. You remember that that was the year of the big economic uh, crisis, and you know we came very close to going under financially at that time. People don't realize how close it was, and uh, the too big to fail part. Anyway, stocks tanked, but livestock tanked too at the same time. And I had, I was all excited. I had good cows that year for once, and and decent calves, and I thought I'm going to make a killing on these things this year. And uh, then, as it happened, it, it, livestock went down, and uh, I thought, well, it's going to come back up. It never did. It just kept going down and down and down. And finally, I ended up losing money. And that was the first year, I've, the only year I've ever lost money on cattle. And I was, I was angry. I, well, I should have sold them at Labor Day. And I, I, you know, like as if I could have seen that coming. Uh, you know, I, I, I should have, and I was depressed about it, and I was grinding on it, and and then we took off, we went to Minnesota for a week, and uh, I came back, and I drove up the driveway, and I looked out at the pond, and I looked at the, the sloping pasture, and the big trees, and the beautiful ponderosa, and I said, oh, I am so grateful that God and the bank let me live here. I, I, you know, it's just, it, it just it's, it's such a blessing for me. And then I thought, you know, so what if I lost some money on cattle one year? I, I, you know, I'd raise them for nothing just because I like them. So, you know, big deal. And, and, and then I was grateful. I was thankful. And then 
I was over it. I was no longer angry and I was no longer <laughs> depressed. I was okay. It's hard to be grateful and be depressed. You cannot do it at the same time. And so then the question is, uh, what are the circumstances now? Be thankful in all circumstances. Well, what are the circumstances that you have? I don't know what they are for all of you. You know, maybe some of you have lost a job or maybe your job duties have been switched so that now you have to do stuff that you don't really like to do as much or maybe your hours, your shift has been changed or, you know, who knows? Maybe, you, you know, your 401k tanked again. Or maybe your Medicare didn't cover everything on the last test that you had. Um, maybe your spouse doesn't seem to be as appreciative and do as much stuff as, as he or she should. You know, they just, they just don't get around to this stuff and you think they should. Well, to be grateful, to give thanks in, under all circumstances, you would start asking yourself these questions. Did I eat yesterday? Did I sleep on a bed last night? Did I have a roof over my head? Did I have heat in that room? If you did some or all of those things, you are a leg up on the majority of the world. Did I have any health care coverage at all? Do I have any access to health care? You are already on top of most people in the world. Does my spouse do anything for me that I can be grateful for? Well, okay, then, you know, go with that. One of the things I've discovered, I may have to ask Deborah about this, but I've discovered that the more gratitude that I have from my spouse, the better spouse I am. And what I'm wondering is maybe that would work the other way uh, as well. Uh, I don't, check it out with Deborah later, I don't know. Would, would that work too, going the other way? Uh, so, you know, give thanks in all circumstances. And a lot of times people will say, well, under the circumstances, I want you to know today we are not under our circumstances. We are under the care of Almighty God Himself. And there is nothing that can get us down that God can't fix. We are not under our circumstances. We are under the care and the love of God. And that's the difference. There's a couple different words that we use sometimes at this time of the season, and that's happiness and joy. You see that the pink candle is lit today on the wreath. That, stands, that means that it is Gaudete Sunday, which is a Latin word that means joyful or rejoicing. And so this, is, this Sunday is a little bit lighter in mood, a little more rejoicing. And uh, because of that, we're looking at what things we have to be glad for, what things we have to be thankful for. And I think that, uh, you know, one of the things that we need to be looking at is that we are God's people, and that's never going to change. God is always with us. He is Emmanuel, and we can rejoice in that. Our circumstances, I don't know, they may be whatever they are. I can remember a few years back in the hospital, there's a family that was not under very good circumstances at the time. The husband, father was dying, his wife, grown son and daughter were there. And, uh, and I was called up to the room as the chaplain. And, and um, he was kind of fighting the breathing mask that he had on. And the son tried to adjust it. He thought maybe it was uncomfortable. But he was, he was trying to say something. He was trying to speak. And finally the son pulled it away a little bit. And he said to the wife, just hold my hand. Just hold my hand. 
And they put it on, and then he was quiet, and he was comfortable. And then we just, we just stood there, all around the sacred ground, around the deathbed. And then the wife, this is a good Christian family, and then the wife just spontaneously started singing, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. And the kids joined in, and I joined in, and we sang that verse. And then she just sang the chorus part of uh, Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. And she finished that, singing, we were all singing quietly. And at the end of that, the monitor went flat, and he was gone. He was gone. But although they weren't happy, they still had joy. And that's the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness depends on our circumstances. If the circumstances are good, well, then we're happy. And if the circumstances are not so good, well, then we're unhappy. Joy doesn't depend on that. Joy is something that we have deep down inside of us with the knowledge that we are God's own, that nothing can squelch in us. Nothing can get to us. If we're not scared of death, what in the world can scare us? And that's the joy that this family had. No, they were sad. They were not happy. But they still had joy. You could tell that. They had the joy that their father and husband was not struggling. The joy of the relationship they had had. The gratitude for all those years of a good man, a good father, and a good husband. And the joy of knowing that he was with the Lord. And they were going to be with the Lord. And they were going to be with him. And that's what could not be squelched by death. That kind of joy. So this is a time, we, we kind of missed Thanksgiving this year a little bit, <laughs> but this is a kind of a Thanksgiving text, isn't it? And so I want to back up a few Sundays and, and be thankful, be grateful for what we have. I'm, I'm grateful for a lot of things. I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful for the grandkids. I'm grateful for the Ponderosa. I'm grateful I live in America. I'm grateful for you. And I'm most of all grateful that I am a child of God. And nobody can take that away. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.